Welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it's your first time, thank you for giving us a chance and welcome as well. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to Ansley. And today our guest is none other than the Dave Premiano. I, I've never been a the before, but thank you. You are a the no, today. It, it feels nice. It feels nice. I might, <laughs> I might adopt it later. Yeah. <laughs> Do you it's, know who I am? Yeah, that can be, that can be <laughs> your prefix from now on. Yeah. You put it on your license, the Dave Premiano. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. And uh, before we get started, I want to remind everybody, please do all of the things that you do to show love and support to a podcast. Rate, review, especially on iTunes. It really does help grow the show, and we're trying to grow the show. Tell a friend, and tell that friend to tell a friend. And also, make sure you support Dave and his podcast called The Rank Bank. Dave, what do you do on that? Uh, we just rank shit. Right now, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're in a hiatus right now, but we are coming back. It was basically, okay, it started over the pandemic, because uh, in one week, we got two new sports team names. We got the Kraken and the Washington football team, both great names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we did, hey, we're all stuck in our houses. Let's uh, just do four podcasts where we rank all the team names in each professional sports. Yeah. And then the pandemic didn't end. So we just kept doing it. Yeah. So we do like move lots of nerd shit. If you're into nerd shit. So like, yeah. And if you're into this podcast, you're definitely into nerd shit. Yeah. So check out <laughs> <Yeah>. Rank Bank. <laughs> right up your alley. For sure. Yeah. And uh, Dave, do you know what we do in this podcast? Yes. Awesome. You, Go you try to make me a better person or something, which. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I accepted the challenge because I'm going to resist you at every every stop. Okay. So. Well, well, somewhat. We somewhat try to make you a better person. So, again, the premise of this podcast, if you're not familiar with the podcast as a listener, we're trying to prove that you can have a dark sense of humor, but still be a person that reaches a higher consciousness, a.k.a. enlightenment. And we do that by taking our guest, who is going to be Dave Premiano today, through the process of enlightenment so that you and us, that's Ansley and me, can laugh ourselves to a higher consciousness. We're doing it vicariously through Dave. Dave's doing the hard work. Yes. You ready for that, Dave? Yeah, yeah. I I did my research, so you, you guys can't ambush me with anything. You don't know that. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You might yeah, have to I know. fight I, us both at the end I got, of this podcast. I got too, I got too cocky and... Yeah, he's already. <laughs> know, now, now you're gonna try to throw a twist yeah. at me. You're, you're you're already on your way, Dave. I'm gonna need the shit scrubbed <laughs> afterward. <And yeah. laughs> so we do this by, of course, opening up the chakras from the ground up. But before we do that, uh, well, everybody gets the same questions. Ansley, let's get this first question out of the way. All right, Dave, what situation or event gave you the most information? Um. All right, let's. <laughs> this is a comedy show. Let's start. Uh, probably losing my dad. Let's make this funny, though. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that, yeah. How old were you? I was twenty-three. Okay. Oh, wow. um, like he was. He was sick for a year, and I. I became the primary caretaker. So it 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 it, it taught me a lot about myself that that I could step up in a big way for people that I care about. And that was exhausting. So I, I learned to stop caring. <laughs> I learned to stop caring about people. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Just. Yeah. I, I learned that like, I, I guess because I'm not a, a really expressive person. You, you've probably gathered in a short time. You, But uh, apparently that's that's like a, a source of comfort to a, like to a lot of people. Too. Expressions, you mean, is a source Just, of comfort? 
Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty deadpan all the time. This is just so. So you're saying your deadpanness is a source of comfort? Apparently. Okay. I didn't know this either. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't know that just like my, my, my general being kind of was a, like a source of comfort to other people. Cause yeah, when you're sick and you don't, apparently he didn't want people just seeing him getting all teary eyed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he felt like a lot more normalcy around me. I, I guess like, yeah. you know, you don't want to be pitied in a situation yeah. like that. Because you're you're going through a human experience and mm-hmm. you just want to do it with dignity, and it's probably hard to do that with dignity when people are pitying you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's just me. That's <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't intentionally do that. It's just so. Do you yeah. feel like you were stealing valor when your dad said that? When he was like, "Thank you for bucking up and really being this way for me in this time." Yeah, hey, call up my brother and uh, <laughs> 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 tell him all the ways I'm better. <laughs> yeah, favorite son. How old is your brother? Uh, three years older. Three years older, and was he? Is he? Was he far away during that year where you were the primary caretaker? Well, yeah, he. I mean, yeah, he. I think he lived in Penn. Uh, we're not that close, so I, I think he lived like forty minutes away. I was actually homeless for a chunk of it because I had I had you move from one apartment, got kicked out for reasons that weren't my doing. Okay. And then, yeah. And I had another place to go, but it was like a little while in between. So I had like all my clothes in a trash bag in a car. So, yeah, it benefited me to stay there, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say it benefited him a a little bit more. Okay. At the time. Now, if you had to distill what, what the, not necessarily the lessons, but the the, the information that you got from that, what what would that be? I mean, just, yeah, just the type of person I am, because I was 23. I was. I guess a drunk you could no, just like just a, a good time a good time haver. Yes. Yeah. And so that was yeah, that was like the first test of like my my character, I guess. Yeah. That's like say. a very selfish age to be at twenty three. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're oh yeah like first I, grown and you're like on you know, like it's all about you, right? I had the endurance to go out drinking every night and <laughs> and by gum it I did it. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Now, what did you do right like after your after all that experience of being a primary caretaker, and then your dad passes? What was what did you yeah. did you go back to that lifestyle or did you for a little? I mean, <laughs> I had earned it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I didn't learn anything. No, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> well, what, it's just no. I mean, yeah, it just just to know I'm I'm a person that people can count on. Okay. And are you still are you still a person that people can count on? I don't advertise it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to sell it. <laughs> I mean that is that is funny because I, I do say um, a good friend is a person that will be there for you for anything. Mm-hmm. But in order to be a good friend for them, you make sure anything never comes up. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I uh I'm trying to think of examples if I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I'm probably the one that gets, well, yeah, I try, like, legal wise, I'm always, okay, maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah. So none of my friends have been arrested in my presence. But <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's a good yeah, friend. Yeah. Or, or, you know, gotten the shit kicked out of them. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. I, I'm pretty good at knowing the line on where to, not get the shit kicked out of yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I don't, yeah. man. I cross that line. I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah, but you, 
the difference between me and you is you can handle yourself. Yeah, I but treat I, it like an art form almost. Like, <laughs> how much of a dick can I get away with being without showing that I can't fight a lick? <laughs> Step right up to that line. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> have you ever? Have, what was the closest you've been to getting your ass kicked? Have you ever been oh. gripped up by your collars? Oh, uh, like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still don't know what happened. Actually, okay. I was. <laughs> I don't drink that much anymore. <laughs> but I, I did a show in Maryland and, and the host of the show drove us mm-hmm. and we all did great. So the entire audience invited us to the bar across the street mm. and I didn't pay for shit. <laughs> and then some dude after at the end of the night was we were being super cool. He bought me two shots and I don't know what happened. Uh, we were walking out of the door and he just turned around and shoved me. And like I flew back into a table, glasses fell off. Um, and I'm still, and I was just, Hmm. What, what part of Maryland were you in? Edgewater. It was, yeah. it was could, very could that, white. Could that be an, an Edgewater goodbye? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> was he, was he lovingly saying he's going to miss you and he's glad he had an opportunity to hang out with you and have drinks? I and hope so. Yeah. You to a table? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't I, get, yeah, I see. I didn't get mad. I'm just, all right, let me try to piece this together in my head real quick. Cause it's the most I've drank in years, so I was, I don't believe I was even talking as we were walking out, but I, I'm only 50-50 on that. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, all right. I like, I, I like, I like where this is going already. All right. We're going to hop into opening up these chakras. All right. Open them up. Starting I, from I don't the know what butthole chakra up. Okay. Ansel, you want to explain to this man what a chakra is before he gets his chakras opened? So I'd like you, to know before yeah. they get open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you signed a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> your chakras are energy centers with throughout your body um, in different parts. And if they're all open, you know, your energy can flow. You're more connected to the universe. Beautiful. Right. And this first chakra that we're opening up is related to survival and fear. And it's in your butthole because think about it. Anytime you're scared, what do you clench? My butthole. Got to gotta keep them out the butthole. <laughs> All right, got the first question right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Ansley, let's do this. Dave, how did you learn to overcome fear? I don't know that I did. <laughs> I, you probably get that same answer a lot with comics. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's really, because like, I guess my, my biggest, one of my biggest is putting myself out there. Mm. Cause I'm a, you'll find I'm, I'm a, I'm a kind of negative person. Like as far as comedy goes, when it comes to myself, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I say it's, it's, it's striving to get better, but it also, it does have like a lasting negative effect. Like if I have a set that goes 90% well, I'm kicking myself over that 10% that didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but, but then it leads to, Hey, are you any good? Nah, I suck. When, I know it's not the truth, a hundred percent, but yeah, but yeah, it's 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 just do it. Just write that email, send that video. Um, yeah, just slap yourself a few times. Hey, stop being such a pussy. Yeah. I don't <laughs> well, do you do you have a time that you remember being the most scared in your life? Hmm. Not really. It's, I mean, lots of social settings, but 
fearful i mean <laughs> there's different different kind like are you, are you are internal conflict or like about to crash <laughs> my car that was pretty scary but <laughs> yeah i mean so i mean whatever whatever strikes you when when that question gets asked i guess we don't yeah we try my, not to micromanage the answers too yeah much. well my my car was spinning and i was facing the wrong way on on route 95 that was a little but was it an ice thing or? Oh yeah, yeah. But it was like it didn't look like it was sticking, and yeah, that was like years ago. But I still, I still drive kind of timidly now when, I, when it's yeah. a little bit wet out. What What were you doing when that happened? Like, were you trying to change lanes too quickly? I I just yeah, it was like that like that like ice water kind of. It, it didn't look like it was sticking. Like you could see it kind of like powdering off the road, but it was mm-hmm. it was coated. Yeah, I just was going almost the speed limit and next thing i knew shit i am facing other cars right now yeah but luckily they were going like yeah i had enough time to like this is this is when i figured out i might be kind of slow in the head because like i made the k turn resumed driving and it was like a whole two minutes later holy fuck what the hell just happened (laughs) yeah man yeah. Then when you say almost the speed limit, you were saying like yeah, almost so like, like just under or just over like 45 on a 50. But it was just okay. too fast for that. Yeah. Yeah. A little too fast, too flurious. I'm, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that was that was brilliant. And you should be proud of what you just Thank said. You. Yeah. Thank you. Very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. So here's the thing, though, because a lot of comics do say they don't think they've overcome fear yet as a comedian you're doing probably what is the number one fear for at least americans public speaking the number one fear how are you doing that like how if you haven't overcome fear how are you doing the scariest thing because i actually am now more comfortable on stage than i am in a lot of conversations like i i love because i get okay well when i started yeah i I was not a natural speaker. You can probably tell by my babbling over half these answers. But when I first started, I needed four beers before I got on stage. Okay. I had the, yeah. Just so I had the, I wasn't drunk, but I was, so I didn't get the, I got, I got shaky hand every now and then. Mm-hmm. And then it was just a repetition thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, you have complete control over everything that happens when you're on stage conversations they can throw curveballs at you that you don't want to answer all the time or you're not comfortable talking about so really stand-up is more of a comfort zone to me what um Um, what did you always want to be a comedian or how did you overcome that first like that first fear of getting on stage or putting yourself out there to do that the first time i had material i i i liked writing a lot like i was actually like before I ever started, I was a server and I, I was writing scripts with another friend of mine. We were doing nothing with him, but like getting a little bit better. Like he was good at plot stuff and I was good at writing out ridiculous dialogue. And then he moved to Arizona and I'm like, okay, well, probably not going to do anything with this without him. So I kind of just picked up out, picked out all my parts of it. And a lot of that is stuff I do on stage. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's half of, half of, Half of what it is is just conversations I have with myself in my head that just leads to some of the ridiculous shit that I say. So it was a lot of it was just written out dialogue. 
like one person saying all that and another how's that and then okay so like another one person contributing nothing to a conversation so another character could just go off on these wild tangents and then the tangents just translated pretty well to stage okay so you have your material mm-hmm. you have uh all that stuff ready but then now you have to get on stage how did you get on stage? Like, how did you overcome the fear to get on stage to get on stage? Huh. A friend of mine started a, a little bit before me. You actually know him. He quit comedy since uh, Bob DeSantis. I used to do a podcast with him. You okay. were on it back in the day. I saw him do it. I mean, I was like, I'm fucking funnier than him. And like, <laughs> if Bob can do it, yeah, no, Bob, Bob was great. <laughs> no offense, Bob. Bob was great. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> I, I did. I did take. I did take the course at Helium. Okay, which I say. Bumps you up about maybe like a few months ahead of where you would be if you just jumped into an open mic. And it helped that I had a friend with me that also took the class. And I kind of rocked the fuck out of that first show. And I was, I've been hooked ever since. Now, outside of stand up comedy, are there things that you, that, that fear you that you push yourself into? No. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, as 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 crazy as I come off on stage, I actually am pretty boring off of it. Like I don't hang out and party anymore. People ask, I'm just like, ah, I got a good chair waiting at home. I'm old now. I like a good chair. What can I say? A yeah, good chair. A good chair <laughs> yeah. is hard to come by. Yeah, I, I I I I strive to be pretty normal outside of what comes out of my mouth on stage. Okay, what is normal? What do you consider normal? Just enjoy. You know. Enjoying a good friends, chair, a good ch- yeah, a chair. Friends went went out on a a movie, playing tennis, whatever. <laughs> playing tennis. I know, is that weird? Is like, that, that's out, does that seem like, out of character? For I mean, me? well, it seemed like more in character for normal in like the 1930s. <laughs> Hang out with your friends, sit in a recliner, play <laughs> tennis. <laughs> it's like a black and white film of yeah. how to be a normal American. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love tennis. It's all you. You're controlling the narrative. No, sorry. No, no, no team sports. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, we consider that a fear chakra unlocked. Yeah. How does oh, your yeah. butthole feel? It feel a little open? It hasn't felt normal in years. Oh, you're talking. <laughs> well, what is a normal yeah. butthole? <laughs> is it playing tennis? <laughs> it, yeah, that tightens everything up. No, yeah. yeah. I feel, I feel like a weight's been lifted from beneath me. Hell yeah. That, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony, move us along. All right, now we are into your pelvis chakra. There's a little section we like to call my bad. It's a chance for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to zero. Okay. Um, sorry, every person I've ever dated. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> no, 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 nothing. Uh, I mean, you. my steak wasn't cooked right now. No. Uh, <laughs> No, just because it, it took me later in life to real like... Wait, wait, wait. Do you send food back? No, never. Oh, okay. I, 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 I waited tables. <laughs> oh, gotcha, so gotcha, I, gotcha. I, I don't even... Yeah, I, if I get shitty service, I still tip 20% and maybe just steal a glass. I don't know. Okay. But no, no. I, it's, it's something I realized later in life that like I'm just okay not being I'm, I'm better off not being a relationship person mm-hmm. which not everyone accepts <laughs> okay yeah so like i i, I realized like I, I i want my default setting to be by myself 
Okay, that, so, so what? So yeah, if I leading people on, I felt bad about that. Like, because at some point you think, okay, well that's what everybody else wants, so maybe that's what I want too. That's fair. And it just yeah, and you get the pressure from the parents to have grandkids, and then but she's got them now, so she doesn't give a shit anymore. Nice. But yeah, your, your brother did that. Yes. Hell yeah. Somehow. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't want kids. Really, the uncle thing was more than good enough for me. Uh, the 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 two hours every other week, and then be the center of my own universe again. Perfect. And I still yeah. get to. Yeah, I still get that that parental pride watching them grow into people. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific relationship where you feel like you owe the most apology? Or some high. <laughs> yeah, that went very high. There was like an on and the, off. The one. answer was yes, but I'm gonna say no. It's just all of them. I don't know who, where it's my place to say public. Uh, yeah, there's. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to say. You don't have to say. have to say his name. <laughs> his name? What? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to name her. There's been on and off one where, like, an on again kind of dipped into another one of their relationships and uh, kind of like, all right, well, yeah, I kind of know that there's like. You kind of like we're ruined. not. It's not gonna be a thing in the future. And I, fuck, you live with the guy. Shit, like that's not good. <laughs> well, so did did that ruin that other relationship? Oh yeah. So uh, you uh, you knew there wasn't gonna be a possibility of a future with I mean, you, and then she had a possibility of a future with another man, and you ruined that with a, your futureless self. According to her, but it sounded <laughs> at the time, but it sounded like it was more serious than it did afterward like yeah that was a mistake i'm like well you said you're basically not a thing and like mm. but like but you gave her hope. I, it was just like yeah it had been on and off again so like it was just i guess out of my system <laughs> it sounds so shitty <laughs> but like yeah there's like other people that because as i said the the no expression thing kind of makes it seem like okay dave's happy now Dave's not happy anymore in this relationship, but there's no change to what they see. Uh-huh. So then it kind of blindsides them when I'm like, eh, it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't need to be a thing anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is a female perspective on this, but um, like, so you I already hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just curious about the, like saying like you'd re- like relationships aren't for you. Like, it's not like, oh, I haven't, because in my mind, I'm like, he just hasn't met the right lady. No, these are. But you're like, yeah. no, like, I don't. I, I'm never, that. I'm never completely ruling out the possibility of being swept off my feet. But like, at the end of the day, I really just do enjoy being alone most of the time. You know, I still have like my friends and family yeah. and I still like seeing them. But at the end of the day, I kind of like everything couples do together. I enjoy like I don't like eating with other people. I'm a I'm a narrow focused like yeah. I don't like talking when I eat. I'm right to the mouth. Yeah. I, I go to the movies alone. I, right to the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't got time for you. Yeah. I'm trying to get right to the mouth. Yeah, I I love sleeping alone. I don't know. I can't go back. I I I, I love just starfishing out over the whole bed. It's 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 mine. Yeah. I don't yeah. Yeah. So are you in a relationship now? Yeah, uh, she's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I see. I, I love I've sleeping with her. Pers- I love eating with her. <laughs> I, I've stopped pursuing it altogether. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you stop pursuing it? 
everything. I don't even go find happiness. It's not going to be with me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to slow down your process. So I'm a little confused what that means. So you're in a relationship with somebody and no, that was a lie. Oh, I thought, I thought we were bantering. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm not capable of love. So are you with anyone? (laughs) Yeah. Hi honey. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. My bad. I did miss that. (laughs) See that lack of expression. It gets everyone. Well, I mean, that's, that's something that's pretty common in, in, in here. You know, we're sitting down talking to people mm-hmm. and they're explaining to us how they don't want this and they don't want this. I'm like, oh, so you have that? And they're like, yeah, I have that. Yeah. 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 So no, it's, I, uh, no I, it's something I, I came to terms with. Like, you know, because it's, I, I tell that to my, 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 my married friends and they just look at me like I'm the saddest case ever. Like, oh, he just doesn't, he just doesn't have hope for it. Like, no, this is what I'm legitimately happy being. And some people just can't wrap their heads around it. Yeah, he's trying to get right to the mouth, people. Don't get in his way. Right to the, yeah. <laughs> Don't get in his way. Well, I mean, that apology out to all of the ladies that you had let on. Yeah. Giving them false hope. Just like, yeah, this is like, okay, this is what this is what the world's telling me I should want. So let's use you as test subject A. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of fucked up. And you think about it that way. Which I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it's fucked up. I just yeah, think it's who, it. who and how you are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. And they're all better now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I'm not, I, yeah if, I, if I come across any of them, it's always cordial. Yeah. And if they're doing well, I'm like, you and me. No, it's awesome. I'm happy when you're happy. Yeah. Nice. Well, not happy, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm just uh, yeah, glad I don't have any, I'm just I don't really you're have not any, with me. I'm glad. I don't, have any, I don't have real emotional stake in it, but it's nice. It's nice. That's fair. <laughs> hey, that's a pelvis chakra unlocked. Yes. My bad, ladies who thought they had a chance with Dave Premiano. Right. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't have that chance. Yeah, that's 99. That that 0.01% is weeping now. But. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ansley, let's go. All right. Now we are in the gut chakra. Um, how do you deal with disappointment? I don't. I, I just... On to the next one. It's always been, if I, there's, there's, there's always more time. I'm still young enough to, I mean, that might be a, a, a Dave in his sixties, fifties, realistically. I'm probably not going to live my sixties. Yeah, that was, that was very optimistic. Uh, yeah. You're like, you're, 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 you're quickly encroaching I have midlife to, crisis age. I, I think I'm there based on family history. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I, I. I don't let things get to me, really. I kind of just, all right, I know. I, I, I'm always looking to improve upon things. So, yeah, on to the next one. If I can't, if, if it, because all the disappointment, I, I really, since, since I just told you about the whole alone thing, mm-hmm. all the disappointment that can really be provided to me is from me. Mm-hmm. And all I can do is change that. Okay. Can yeah, I mean, we'll see when 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 the nieces get older and they start bringing home shitty report cards, and we'll see then. But yeah, right now it's 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 just the Dave show. So. Okay. Well, can you can you remember a time where you were the most disappointed in yourself? Or uh, two or weeks just, ago? No. Uh, <laughs> or just the most disappointed period? It's probably it's 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 got to be plucked from any any stage time I've done. There's yeah and. 
because I, I, I lack a filter a lot of times from, from brain to mouth. So sometimes I'll get on stage for it goes straight show. to the mouth both ways. <laughs> I, yeah. just from every mouth. direction, straight to the mouth. <laughs> Jesus. I sound like a Bukaki video in this one. Everything's just okay. Hold on a second. Oh, do I have oh, to? Uh, Anson, <laughs> what is Bukaki? Um, Bukaki, Sydney. We can give you the context. Yeah. Everything is straight to mouth. Yeah. <laughs> in both directions. <laughs> is Ooh, the well, porno thing? Shit. Oh, this is, is this like like uh butt to mouth no, like porno. I don't know if that has a name of it. That, that's the most direct <laughs> name. That's, that's just that's just ass like to mouth, icky. right? Yeah. yeah so, ass to mouth is just bukkake, ass to mouth. There's icky. <laughs> so so sex to blowjob? Is this is this No a porn sex thing? involved in this no? one. I don't even think there's touching. I don't think there's any Skin on skin contact. Yeah, I've we've we've I, we've honestly asked you this question before. I know. I feel like I should know this. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I Dave, what is bukkake? It is the Japanese art form of a bunch of guys standing around a girl and jerking off onto her face. Oh. I tried to start it real bukkake. elegantly, and it. <laughs> I don't know if you can. Well, you called it an art form, so I mean yeah. that makes it. Well, the Japanese—they're just talented. They can make everything an art form. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So did you did you did you do sports growing up? Uh, I played little league till I was about twelve. Uh, backyard hockey. Oh, wait, back, wait, wait. Yeah. Let's go back to this little league. So this is what I this Ooh. is what I like. I love these old sports stories, especially childhood sports stories, because they tend to be laced with disappointment. All right. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I wasn't good. I uh, when I reached the age where like everybody else my age should have been. There's like, okay, there's like the two levels of Little League. There's the triple A, double A. One of them's better than the other. Mm -hmm. I was, I think I was the only one in my age not to make it to the good one. (laughs) And I wasn't even, and I dominated that, that bad one. Which meant, (laughs) king of the millennials. (laughs) It was just, it was, so I totally, yeah, the, the, the tryouts, I totally got the yips on. um, Cause I could catch a fly ball. But I just misread every single one. And then I was throwing it from first to third. And I fell short every time until the last one when I just heaved it. And I guess the other kid was so used to me underthrowing it, it just clocked him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hit for that's, shit. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty comical. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cartoonish. That's the only organized sport I pl- I did uh, intramural hockey, mm-hmm. but I was good at that. Like I was, that was the one sport I was first picked in in gym class. Nice, because nice. appara- yeah, I had all the goalie equipment and I could stop yeah. everything. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I could with your own goalie equipment. <laughs> yeah, that guy's yeah. first pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I stopped everything though. I was <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> And I could rollerblade, kind of. It was it was roller hockey. No, I just <laughs> <laughs> brought my own blades. <laughs> I didn't roll. I didn't go. I didn't play goalie on rollerblades, but I did the other part. I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, did okay, you have any? But I, yeah, I mean, okay. I was obviously disappointed about fucking up the tryouts. Yeah. But we won the championship that year. And I, I hit a double in that game. Nice. So, <laughs> you know, against all the nine-year-olds. <laughs> the kids with, like, the specialized helmets that had the strap. 
That's pretty sick. <laughs> How old were you? Were you like 11? Uh, 11. Wait, no. Yeah, like about 12. I think 12 was oh, my geez. last year. You were 12 I didn't have the strap helmets. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> well, no. The, that was where they let the girl play, too. Even though she was awesome. Like, she should have been. I think they were just like, no, it was a girl. Yeah, she's a girl. She's going to play with the shitty. Like, she was our best player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I was the second best, and then it was all the... The, the chin strap kids. Yeah. Now when you when you when you blew the tryouts, do you remember how that felt? Do you remember what you what you took from that? Um. Just, eh, I don't like this anyway. No. <laughs> yeah, baseball was kind of the one pushed on me, and maybe that explains now why it's the one sport I hate the most. I don't know, but. Yeah, it was just you have to do some event, and uh, so maybe, maybe subconsciously, I didn't want to do it, so I was lackadaisical out there. Yeah. Do you ever think about that, like in your in your adult life? Do you ever think back to that time you blew the trials? Because here's the thing. Honestly, I forgot about it up until right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna have to unblock some repressed shit from Dave. Over here. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, because that tends to yeah. be that tends to be the case. It's like. A lot of people, I mean, we're human, yeah. right? Like something happens, we have a visceral reaction to things. It's not like, you know, we would like to, because uh, I would be considered by people to be a non-reactionary human, Okay. right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you're over there shaking your head like, yes, <laughs> 20, 22 years mm-hmm. of this. You know, and, and, you know, people have a hard time reading whether or not, uh, whether I'm having emotional changes, right? Yeah, I'd say and, I'm similar. Right. But it doesn't mean that I'm not having emotions. Okay, It just means that the way that I, uh, I guess, display my emotions are a little harder to read. I'm still I'm still human. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm getting overwhelmed by emotions per se, but I feel like a lot of the times when people are showing that they're overwhelmed by emotions, it's an act anyway for attention. Mm -hmm. So. I guess what we're what I'm getting at is um, like what what how did that disappointment make you feel like what, what did that teach you about handling disappointment in the future? Or I guess, yeah, those are the questions. Yeah. It, 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 it I, I guess it showed me that like, I, I'd much rather march to the beat of my own drum. Anyway, I, I, cause I, st- I never played little league after that, mm-hmm. but I might've just been too old, but yeah, I still, <laughs> <laughs> They tried to get me on some Dominican Little League team. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like I still, I was still good at sports. It was just, it was just one case. Like I, I, I've gone out and improved myself. Like, yeah, because I played everything. I, I, I like, so one, I, I could, I could suck at one thing. Yeah. Like that doesn't define yeah, you type I, of thing or. I've never been a hyper competitive person, which is weird because I have I only have a brother mm-hmm. and he was <laughs> way more competitive with me than I was with him everything hey just ran how many push-ups can you do <laughs> yeah shut up I have friends I don't I don't <laughs> so I uh, yeah I'm kind of a roll off my back kind of guy the the, mm-hmm. the it was disappointing but as I said it felt great to do well in that other yeah I, it was it was it was cool to be a standout in a shittier league than the shittiest player in a good league. 
I guess. So I think I probably saved myself a lot of shitty feelings with that one shitty feeling. Okay. Yeah. So we just... I'm, I have like an analytic brain a lot of times. So I kind of just... I, I do the math on a lot of things to, to determine how I feel about them. Okay. There's probably a term for so that. So you we just don't need to get into uh, that. lower your standards. <laughs> you just, I want to be I want to be good at baseball. No, I suck at baseball. You I never said, liked yeah. it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll consider that a disappointment chakra unlocked. Yeah. A little gut chakra unlocked. Got to re- really got into that. Yeah. Um, Ansley, take us away. We are now at your heart chakra. Dave, what have you learned from grief? Oh, we just got done doing Dave's patreon episode which was amazing and you can get that for one dollar all of our exclusive content on our patreon one buck dave did you have a good time doing the patreon i did yeah i i i I guess i'm better at embracing my dark side than than my light side i don't know because that's what we do to put it in star wars terms (laughs) (laughs) yes and of course on the patreon we enlighten the guest shadow self with apparently is more of who Dave is. <laughs> he is the shadow self. Yeah. I'm all it, baby. <laughs> so for $1, you can get all of our exclusive content, which also includes our fight commentary and analysis of Ansley's fights and also some of the stuff that I do online. Come, join the Jack cult. Become one of the Jackalites. Do it. Sorry, should I not chime in? No, That's no. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Do it. Do it. No, do it, seriously. And now we're going to get back to this episode and find out what Dave has learned from grief. Um, I, I've learned that I'm more the rock for people than wanting to show my own grief in situations. Like, I, I, I've always, I don't, I, I learned that I don't really need to rely on other people. Hmm. Like I can just go home and punch a pillow and, but I can be that rock for other people. Cause yeah, that, that year when my dad passed, we, we had a whole bunch of them follow up after that. And so I was kind of someone that was there for everyone. You know, I don't know. I don't know if they, if they, if it brought them comfort to see like such a, a stoic face, Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, they needed that for me, but I've never really relied on other people for that. I don't know. Am I am I skirting the question? Or am I, is this no, the I mean you, okay. you you know better than <laughs> do than know we better, do yeah. whether or not you're skirting the question, right? So I mean, it's like we, I mean, I can't tell you. That's, I don't. I mean, I didn't know if I was <laughs> if that was yeah a direct answer, or if that was kind of on the sides. Is <laughs> is is the is your your uh i guess the not the pinnacle of grief but you know uh what is the word i'm looking for uh archetypes not quite the word but is is the when when that when that question gets asked what is the grief that you think about is it the passing of your father is that um probably my cousin more because mm-hmm. my dad because he was sick for like you know you have a whole year so you kind of you know it's you don't get hit by it all at once mm-hmm so you kind of, I had a whole year to just, you know, see what was like, there were some people that they all knew what was going to happen, mm-hmm. but they weren't there every day. So it hit them a lot harder. Was but it, like was I, it not hard to watch? I mean, I haven't, I haven't had a close, a loved one that like went through a year, you know, like mm-hmm. long-term sickness. What, how did you deal with, like, how do you deal with death? Right. Cause like if you're watching somebody you love 
slowly march to towards death right it makes you think about yeah. it a lot and it's like like did, do you did you process process that in a certain way or is it like how did you deal with all those emotions does it make it, you think about your own death oh god every all the time um i don't like yeah it's well my own death is i, I think about that differently than everyone else's just because that's I don't know if you're spiritual people. I, well, I, we're talking chakras, of course. <laughs> but I, that keeps me awake every now and then. Sorry. That I don't believe in an afterlife. So sure. I can't. So it doesn't. I, there's good things about that. And like, there's the good thing is like, once it happens, I don't care anymore because I'm not capable of anything <laughs> but it's still it's still like a weird thing to wrap your head around just this is all here now yeah and now there's nothing yeah like i can't it's like i'm trying to like tell myself what it's like to experience nothing but you're not <laughs> right it's you're nothing I don't know. it's like when you go to sleep yeah. at night and you're like well, I, have, I, I have pretty bad insomnia oh, okay. uh, <laughs> and, and every now sleep. and then the re yeah i just Okay, go out about my day, head hits pillow. What's experiencing nothing like? Mm. And some, yeah, it hits me when I'm like driving sometimes. Like I do a lot of like my writing when I'm like, so I have like a great idea in my head and like one piece of ice that's just gone to the world. Like it's, it's, it's a weird thought. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is, it's, it's pressed, it's looming. It's a loom, you know, yeah. we're all going to die. It's gonna happen. I mean, right? I'm hoping to, you know, maybe live till the Matrix ages or what. Like, we're computers are getting good. Maybe they can download me onto something that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, people always say, you know, you keep you keep the memory alive of the people that you care about, but perhaps that's, that is the afterlife. That's 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 the cocoa method. Um, it's the Pixar. Was that a movie. was that a black joke, Dave? <laughs> well, the, the movie's about Mexicans. Right. But no, uh, <laughs> definitely a brown joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so. But even that, okay, so that's like a stay of execution. I don't but know those, what you mean by that. What do you mean by uh, that? Because the people that have the memories of you are going to die too. So unless you become, you know, George Washington or something like that, or Jesus. Yeah, but you're, the Im the impact goes on forever. You know. Like for example, so if you shape the people that no, you do secede I mean, you, and then they so that's like shaping the sixth degree of shaping. It's an in, it's an nth degree of shaping actually. That's fair, because I mean it just you can't like nobody's independent. No, no, there is no independent entity on this earth. Like there is no human being that is not a function of all of the human beings that came before them and all of the human beings that impacted their life. Right. So yes. we, we, we just can't separate ourselves from that, you know, and when you impact other people, they'll take whatever from you and then pass that on to other and like that, that becomes generational. OK, that's fair. But it's still a direct. OK, so you're OK, you're talking impact, but you said like memory originally. Well, so the memory, yeah. Well, well, memory in the broad sense, right? Because not not exactly like, for example, like I don't even know who my great 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 grandfather is, but 
I am here because of him and his impact shaped what I am today. Okay. That's fair. And that's, that's like a way to deal with, like, I mean, yeah, that's when I go back to the whole, I don't exist. So I don't, I'm not capable of, of being impacted by that. Like, it's nice. It's not, but life technically goes on because it does. But in my world, it doesn't. So you're only worried about your world, huh? Well, it's just, <laughs> it's just all that I'm capable. I, I won't be capable of worrying about it. That's fair. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's I fair. Downer. No, I mean, no, no, no. This is, this is you. This is, yeah. this is, this is you. It's no, I mean, obviously, yeah, I want, I want the best for, for my nieces after I'm gone, but my, te- my mindset at the only, at that time can only be nothing. Wait, what do you mean by that? Cause that's what my mind will be. You mean, well, after when you're I'm gone. Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Did you feel like you got more out of being there for other people than maybe like, I, I don't know, like that you, and like you said, you'd go home and punch a pillow, but like, like you yeah. like delving into the sadness or anything, like you got more from being like more joy or, you know, from be, being there for other people versus like you finding guess, your own I mean, sadness. Maybe, or, uh, yeah. Cause when you lose people, there's, I guess like there's like a, a sense of helplessness maybe. So the, the people that are still there are like, okay, I can do something for them. Yeah. Cause you can't, well, I, I can't save anyone. I'm fucking worthless. No, I'm not a great <laughs> doctor, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's that, I guess. Was so your dad and your mom still together? No. So uh, that's why you were the primary. Yeah. Yeah. They, they split up a month after I was born. Okay. Maybe, maybe my aversion to relationships. Yeah. <laughs> think it was but, because of you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it no, no, I was watch. actually, I don't know if she, she's actually, she is going to watch this. She watches all my shit. No, I oh. was, uh, I, I was, I was, I was the attempt at the solution. Uh, so they were happily married, had my brother, uh, things like started to get shitty and my like, okay, let's blow up. And then my mom's like, no, the deal was two kids so i was i was more transactional i guess <laughs> when you're a lady <laughs> I, think it, I, I like to yeah i like to joke about like how okay so my brother was born in a happy married family now he's happily married and I just two single people having a kid and as a transaction and now i have this transactional mind yeah okay was your dad I, I, ever in a relationship after that um he was in several yeah but None of them were that like. I guess he yeah he dated a few for a few like he kind of he was kind of a tomcat type okay. yeah but yeah he <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about this we we found his list after he passed list of ladies yeah and they were kind of split up by era <laughs> like the primary girlfriend and aside from my mom's which was nice to see. There was she made the list. Other no 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 she she was an era and the only one without other names in okay. that era. Oh nice. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was it was nice that he was faithful. There. <laughs> least, okay. Yeah. Or at least he didn't write it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she yeah she was single most of my life, but she oh, yeah. did get remarried. 
because actually they they were married my entire life, but just separated. Uh, then she got married, but he he passed that same year, so that was. As your dad. Yeah. Oh wow. Six mm. months and my uncle. That was. And you said and your cousin. Too? She was a few years later. That was the one that that probably like. I was probably I was the most visibly shook just because like closer to age. Mm. And yeah. Wow. Yeah, you didn't have as much time. You didn't see it coming from as far away that you didn't have so so less processing time. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll consider that a heart chakra unlocked. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for sharing yeah. all of your grief. You're, thank you for... <laughs> Wait, you're welcome? No. <laughs> all right. Ansley. All right. We're in the throat chakra. Dave, what is a favorite lie you have told and you get extra karmic credit if it's a lie that's still in rotation right now? Um, I'll do it tomorrow. No, um, that's my that's my most used lie. Okay. <laughs> I actually, damn it. You got to be talking about it already because I, I wanted maybe the death thing because I, I, I do, I take t- terrible care of myself. And so like, and people, people in my life that worry about me and like, eh, if it happens, it happens. It's like, that's like, that's like a face that I, I show. But then, yeah, as I said, there's nights where fuck, I'm going to be nothing one day. Like, yeah. So there's that. So wait, so what is the, so wait, so is the but lie yeah, or you, like, is your face the lie? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. You have yeah. lie face? I, do I have lie face? I don't, I can't see my face. Uh, <laughs> your face is a liar, Dave. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't know yeah. how to, yeah, it's, I can't change that, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, so, so I, what, I guess, do I, I don't know, do I, is it that I, I, I look like I carry myself confidently. Like I, I pass myself off as smart a lot of times when I'm not. <laughs> Is that it's yeah. Cause, cause I think with like the stoic face, I appear confident all the time, but I'm always just, yeah. The second any pressure is applied, like a line of questioning, <laughs> that's when I start rambling on. Um, now, are you are you intentionally trying to appear confident? I think, I think that's just the face I wear. I don't know. Um, no, I don't think. I don't think I would. I don't think that just makes people rely on you. And who needs <laughs> that, right? He looks like he knows what he's doing. Oh, great! Now they're going to ask me to do stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it may be. It, it's this lifelong quest to not appear as stupid as I actually am. Right. Like, I don't know anything about anything really, but like I have a decent vocabulary and I stay in my lane a lot in conversation. So yeah. Is there, is there a time? So what, what, when, when was the most potent experience of that lie? Like when you, when you say that, can you, do you, do you get thrown back to a situation where that lie, your, that lie face came into play? Um, probably like, when I attempted, like maybe, maybe like, in the finance world or like in the sales world, and then I was like, "Holy shit! I don't know anything about what I'm supposed to be doing." Yeah, so like the 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 real world experience for me, that fell out from under me really quickly. I I, I was I was an insurance agent for a little while, and like I just 
I passed all the tests somehow. Like, but I was really just remembering a series of words in a certain order. Mm-hmm. But when it came to knowing what the fuck these words meant, I had no clue. And it was time to push me out into that. Just like, Ugh. like, okay, I have a question about this. I'm like, let me, let me check with someone just so I'm safe. But like, you never yeah, check with anybody. Yeah. No, I did. <laughs> I checked the subject. Yeah. Hold my, <laughs> hold my hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do know you're going to die and be nothing one day. None of this matters. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that's why. I, yeah. I'm like, oh my, wait, if I fuck this up, this is people's livelihood. On <laughs> Yeah. If they get in a car accident and I fucked up their thing, uh, yeah, their their life might be ruined. Yeah. So I need an adult. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll consider a throat chakra unlocked. All right. All right. All right. Dave, I'm, we are. I'm barely, yeah, I'm barely skimming by, aren't I? Do you tell me. <laughs> you know? Like, if you, I mean, if you feel like you're holding anything back, that's, I mean, I, we, again, we don't know, right? So we can only ask the questions. Like, no, I've revealed too much already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, so we're out of the physical chakras, we're into the metaphysical chakras. Let's see you skim yes. by this shit, Dave. So this is your third eye. Okay. All right. So what is something that you always thought was separate, but your learning is the same? Okay. Let's see. Separate but the same. Um, I guess if I, I get we're talking comedy-wise, uh, no, we're just talking yeah. life-wise. It doesn't have. We're this comedy is life. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is we're we're not we're not like, you know we're we're so the what happens you know we talk to funny people, mm-hmm. but we're not relying on them to necessarily say what what is like what would typically be a funny answer. But funny people can make anything funny. So we're hoping that you know people are telling as much truth as possible, and we okay. just make funny from that. So two things I thought were separate but are really one in the same or not one, you know? Yeah. Conjoined. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think like, like as far as comedy goes, uh, cause I, I, I'm trying to relate to that. Like I'm trying to think like, what am I, do- cause I'm getting booked more now. I'm trying to think, what am I doing differently that like, I didn't think mattered. So like, just being. <laughs> See, this is the part where you said you don't edit. This is gonna. This is gonna be dead air. Um, it's not a radio show. I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess kind of like yeah, like showing up and people wanting you. <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Again, it doesn't yeah. have to be a comedy. I know. I know. I'm situation. trying. I'm, that's just where my mind is, and I know if I start from scratch, this is just gonna. I mean, you guys got a family. You have a life to get back to. Um, I'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe actually, yeah. I, I want to talk about the family thing and like, like other people's having the family and me having a sense of completeness 
in that, if that makes sense. Like, once upon a time, like, I thought, like, I needed to have kids to make my own life complete. And now, like, oh, other people did that part. And now I get, like, that fulfillment of, of like, watching someone grow and having pride in their accomplishments. But I didn't need to, you know, dedicate all my time to it. So, yeah, like, I, I do feel like I'm a more complete person thanks to other people doing shit. <laughs> I like yeah. that answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. That, that makes absolute that sense. That was the one I didn't plan ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so other people having a family and you not are kind of the same thing. If Again, if you open yourself up in a way that allows yourself to enjoy the the the, the growth of another family. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dave, I, I, <laughs> it seems like you are a more emotional person than you would like people to believe. Well, it doesn't benefit me to have them oh, think yes, I have emotions. No, I mean, yes, it does. Let's talk stage-wise specifically for the for the audience out there. The shit that I say on stage, I think, works a lot better for me if you don't think of me as a human, <laughs> just because of the level of fucked up things I say up there. But isn't yeah. that why people relate? Like people relate to that, right? Yeah, like she's, she's not a comedian, and I think she has a better. Uh, view a better percent see here here's here's one of the a really interesting thing uh people especially in comedy mm-hmm. don't know what's interesting about them they know what they want people to find interesting about them but they don't know what people actually find interesting about them so what people tend to do is they tend to cultivate the thing that they want people to find interesting about them. And then they convince themselves after doing that habit for so long that this habit has to be the way this is done. That's fair. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just, because it's, 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 it's sales a lot of it. Like you're talking, you, if you want people to find, you're, that's, that's, that's why I thought I'd be okay at other sales because I'm decent at comedy. And that really is just sales. It's you selling yourself to an audience. Yeah, but there's two parts of the sales process, right? Mm-hmm. There's the on-stage sell, sell process. But then, like, yeah, you want them to enjoy you on stage. Yeah. But then you also want people to follow you. You want people to want to follow you. You want people to want to see the next show. And I feel like what makes people want to see the next show is knowing that this is a a full flushed out human that just happens to have these perspectives. I go about it a little bit differently. I uh, see. I always what I I, I <laughs> first of all, I need to entertain myself a little bit too. That's probably common for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I I like to make it as hard for myself as possible up there. I never want to make it easy on myself. So I like to talk about messed up subjects. And if I, like, I love when people like, I hate that I laughed at what you just said. So like, I think there's like a good, I like to have a, like, cause afterwards after the show, yeah. Hey, no, thanks. Awesome. Thanks for the nice words. But like when I like, I think it works best if I have, if there's a certain detachment to me as a human being, with the shit that I'm saying up there personally. I mean, you've seen, you've seen it. It's yeah, all I've, I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I know what you're, I know what you're saying, mm-hmm. but, um, 
you know, some of our, our you know, uh, people to look up to in the field of comedy that would have the similar sense of humor. And I don't mean to make this comparison for any other reason, but like he would be the king of that, uh, Dave Attell, right? I've never heard that comparison before. Right? You, 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 look, you, he looks, you, look, you look a lot like him, right? Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are listening, he looks a lot like Dave Attell. Uh, but at the same time, Dave Attell shows his humanity. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that is, it's, it's one thing to be a person who's funny at making those types of jokes, but it's another thing to be somebody that you want to attach yourself to who makes those kind of jokes. And I think because Dave Attell shows his humanity and his vulnerability, that makes people want to attach themselves to him. Well, he's like, it's just the look though. He, I mean, he's one of my favorites. I've seen him 80 times live or so, mm-hmm. but I, I, he's, he's very expressive on stage and he's charismatic and jovial. He's like a machine gun. I'm kind of a slow paced deadpan. Like he, yeah, like I, I try not to be as quick. Like I like long drawn out shit. Okay, so can. so take Stephen Wright then, for example, who is more of a deadpan mm-hmm. person, okay. right? Again, another, he's known for his one-liners, but what people attach to is his version of humanity, his version of a full fleshed-out human. He's not hiding who he is as a human, and he shows that through his other creative endeavors, his writing, and his other things that he does, but he's not just a one-liner comic. Does that, does that make any sense? Because again, yeah, I mean, anybody like he's, he's one of my favorites too. Yeah, anybody anybody can tell a funny joke, mm-hmm. but that's not going to make you want to follow that person. That's not going to make you want to be a part of that person's life because that's that's what it ends up being. Like when you when you uh, so again, uh, well, he's he's from an era because he's he is a persona on stage, but he's from like, he's his writing is just so sharp that he outlasted it. Like there's a like. I mean, that's a way to look at it mm-hmm. with, if you're, okay, so, so again, I'll, I'll, I'll say it this way. So, one thing that I've noticed from garnering fans, right, is that fans are not attaching themselves to your material. They're attaching themselves to you. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. You've garnered fans. I, I, I have some, but yeah. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do it's understand. Because like, you're, you're a really funny comedian. And I feel like if people knew you as, as a full fleshed out person, more people would want to attach themselves to you because of your talent. Right? But it's not like only the stand up is what people are attaching to. You know, it's like, it's like yeah. this person. Like people, people like to believe that they can imagine what this person would be in all these other situations and that they'd be right next to him in those situations. Be like, Oh, I knew this was going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what people like to feel as, I mean, cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm like, I love comedy and I'm a huge fan of comedy mm-hmm. and of different comedians. And I'm the same way. I am no different than uh, fans that don't do comedy. When I see a person that I like and I don't want to see more, it's like, I'm like, I'm this, he's like my buddy, you know? And that's kind of okay. how I feel about it. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I do see what you're saying, and and now that I think about it, I guess when I'm talking, because I, I I I'm thinking two different two different angles here. When I do talk about myself, it is kind of vulnerable. Like I, I'm the quickest to self-deprecate. I'm, I'm talking if I'm talking about like topical shit. 
maybe that's when like I have that's when I turn off the humanity a little bit so I can I can make the funniest joke without like okay well everyone else is gonna this is they're thinking it but they don't want to say it maybe yeah stuff like that and I don't I don't mean to beleaguer this point because your your answer for the things you thought were separate but you're seeing the same is is great right and I don't want to diffuse that because that that family thing and like and you being not having a family and enjoying seeing family is the same thing I really like that concept but I want to say this because there was a time when I felt like as a as a person who's a non-reactionary person there was a time when I would say that I would agree. Cause, you know, I was always kind of in the spotlight with sports mm-hmm. and academics and stuff all through school and college and things like that. And there was a time when I wanted people to not rely on me and to not, to not know my full capabilities, right? Mm-hmm. And that did keep people at a distance, right? Um, but then, you know, things changed in a way where it was like, I want to do this for people. Like I want people to get something out of this, you know, rather than it was like, rather than the exercise of even stand-up comedy be about me pushing myself. It stopped being about that. And it's about how can I give this crowd something worth coming out for, you know, like, let me give them something that they can take back and be like, man, I'm so glad that I went out to that show. And that's all I care about now. It's the people in the seats. It's not a. It's not an endeavor for me. And that me making that change, as subtle as it might have been, changed the the way that people gravitate towards me as a stand up comedian. And I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I understand. But like, there is always, like, I need to be fulfilled too. So I need to. I need to slip some new shit in there, even if I know it's... Slip yeah, new it's, shit it's, in there. Do only new yeah. shit. There's all sorts of styles. I mean, uh, a, a guy we both know, Tim Butterly, doesn't even do material. He goes up and he just wings it every time he goes up on stage for the oh, most his, part. His, his brain is a beautiful thing. Yeah, so. but, do you, do you, but he's still doing it yeah. for the people. It's, yeah, I hear you. You know, it's... it's uh, Yeah, and, and, and again... There's got to be the self-gratification, too. Like, There doesn't have to be. You've A yeah, little bit, yeah. But okay, you, that's you, fair. If you... But if, if you do things, like, like you were saying about the family thing, it's the same thing. Like you're taking enjoyment and you're getting, you're, you're getting the enjoyment for seeing, from seeing the growth of another family. It's the same thing with stand-up comedy. Like the fact that you are impacting lives tends to come back on you. You know, it's about, I guess it's changing what, you, what is for you in, in that equation. Really, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Just from from uh, from that from that from the from a comedic standpoint, it just really does affect the way that fans gravitate towards you. It just it just really does, and uh, you know, I, I think you I think fans being able to connect with you would be an experience that worth having for them. I that, hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I ca- it's 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 nice to mix in relatability and then also complete non-relatability like it's well there's good no, to be there's no there such thing as non-relatability <laughs> it doesn't exist it's, it's, it's maybe okay maybe, maybe like give them like oh shit i never thought of it that way yeah but I, that's the material right yeah and it's so it's not we're not talking about the material we're talking about the motivation behind the material like the mental that mental switch really does change everything and it you can do the same type of yeah. material. That doesn't matter. The it material, is all for them. Yeah. The material doesn't exist. The material is just a vehicle 
to connect you to them, right? Yes. And and again, I don't mean to belabor that point because that's definitely a third eye chakra unlocked with yeah. the yeah. the family answer. And uh, we'll we'll go into the next, and we'll we'll talk more on the Patreon. You are right, though. I I we got off this we got off the same page for a second, but yeah, you, it is it is about them because at the same time, yeah, that's the reason I do everything on stage instead of TikTok videos or some shit like, like I, yeah, yeah. I want to. It is better to connect with people than faceless entities and all that shit. Yeah. And I'm just saying just to, you know, allow the connection instead of like worrying about what the connection, what obligations the connection could mean for you. And I think that's that's the one thing that I had to learn is. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> but as take us to the take us to the last question. All right. Crown chakra is the last one. It's a two part question. Oh, boy. What is one thing you can't give up and why? That's the first part. And what would giving it up mean? Okay. All right, see. So I've already established myself as a non-attachable person. Now, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I didn't really think this one through earlier either. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll figure it out by the time it comes. I'll have it. No, yeah, because like for a while it was peanut M&M's, but I did did kick them. Uh, That was that was my which was my response to quitting cigarettes. And so. um, Yeah, like. I was because uh, one thing I did think when you when I when I was listening to it earlier was like movie theaters, and I think it might just be like that was something I realized during the quarantine. Like, I still want to go out and and receive whatever art I like. I like so. Yeah, so like movies, live shows, like it, it, it. I just I'll always want that over digital and. Do you go to movies by yourself? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> when uh, he, he told me that, yeah, I thought he was the weirdest person. I feel like I unlocked a cheat code. <laughs> by, like, I'll go, okay, if it, like, I go to, like, the more artistic movies by myself because I know it'll be me in a mostly empty theater. If it's, like, a new Marvel movie, that's when I'll go with my friends. So I have, I hate strangers at movies. Like, I, I always find, like, I always sit next to someone that like takes their shoes off. Or <laughs> sorry, or, sorry, yeah. Dave. Oh, you're, are you, <laughs> you're barefoot Andy, in the theaters. So well, cozy. I mean, the socks are cozy. on, but pet, pet. okay. I'm not putting my bare socks feet are, on a movie theater. Ew. Socks are tolerable, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. What's the opposite of foot fetish? That's me. But yeah, <laughs> head fetish. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you mention it. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, yeah it, like like live entertainment. Yeah, like and what would it mean? I I'd go stir crazy. I think. Like, did either of you get COVID? Yeah. Not me. That's unstoppable. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, it didn't stop me either. Yeah. It made I I lost my sense of smell, but not my sense of taste. So it it just made chapstick hit differently. That's the only effect it had on me, really. <laughs> but like. See, yeah, when I originally, yeah, I was like, okay, so I could just chill, play video games, watch movies or whatever. But no, I needed that. Like, 
this isn't doing it for me. I yeah. thought I thought I was more equipped than anyone to do so what to, does, to, to do COVID. Yeah. What is that connection to? Is it is it the art or is it the connection to like what what is that connection? For I you? think so. I, I guess I'm a purist. Yeah. I stubborn whatever you want whatever word you want to use i i yeah i mean i i just i decided a long time ago that my my way to experience things was was the way to and damn it i want to keep doing it or yeah, i mean that's, yeah that's, yeah that's i know a lot of people that are like, my dad's like that yeah. <laughs> I was t- yeah i was telling you before the before the show started i i'm addicted to everything 90s and that yeah yeah so I yeah, I wish I could experience movies by renting them from Blockbuster, but yeah. <laughs> but I don't. So I yeah, it's got to be the cinemas. Yeah, when I was growing up, there was a dollar movie theater in my town, and as a kid, all you needed was a dollar to go to the movies. You know, I had a bike Yeesh. and had dollars. Man, that oh yeah, I miss yeah, I miss taking my bike everywhere too. Yeah, yeah. Damn '90s, you were perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good time. '90s were a good time. Yeah. And Dave, that's the last question. How do you feel, man? Um, this comes out in, in two weeks or so. I, uh, n- I'll be nervous till then. I, yeah. I always wonder about how yeah. I'm going to be received. I don't normally, yeah. I, I don't, I, I do like to be kind of, uh, what's it called? Not, not vulnerable. But mm. like, it does, I did another podcast where he answered questions I didn't like. I'm like, Shit, I should have watched this one ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I was being too resistant. So he thought there was like some, like, he's like, tell me about your dad. I'm like, oh, when I was young, he was like this big, scary guy. And then when I grew up, we were just drinking buddies. And then later he's like, oh, so wait, when your dad was beating you, I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm working on uh, opening up a little bit more. I, I hope I hope your your listeners appreciate that and if not my bad there'll be a better episode in two days yeah it's all good it's all good it's uh you know this i mean here's the thing though like people what people get out of this is the fact that that there is no human on earth that another human can't see themselves in Right, because we're all doing human things. As much as we want to believe that we are unique and going through this world in a unique way, and nobody knows what it's like to be us, we all know it. We all have a part of us that is like Dave, like Ansley, like me. And sometimes people don't have the the the, the means to express that. And you know, like people who might feel a little uh, less vulnerable, seeing you go through this process you know, they'll get something out of it. And people that are maybe more vulnerable will also get something out of it because maybe they'll get a better understanding of what it's like for a person to be that way. And maybe it gives them more patience for the people that are like that in their life, right? So it's not, you know, it's, you know, I I trust, you know, we we come here, we we do the podcast as honest as possible and and with, with the idea of doing it for the people and trust that, that alone will connect it with the people. Right on. Yeah. So uh, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And we didn't uh, and ask always you, undercut it with a joke. Uh, yeah. But do you have time to stick around for the Patreon? It, it goes a little quicker than this. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to hop into the Patreon right now. And for those of you who don't know, the Patreon 
We call it Two Jack Bros After Dark. It's where we go through the process of enlightening Dave's shadow self. Oh, shit. This podcast was above. That podcast is below. As above is below. Join our Patreon for $1. Gets you all of our exclusive content, which also includes our fight commentary and analysis of some of Ansley's jiu-jitsu matches and some of the stuff that I do on the road, especially the things that me and Matt do on stage together when we go up at the end of the shows. So uh, come check us out for $1 and check out The Rank Bank, which is Dave's podcast. Did I say it right? Yes. Yeah, The Rank Bank, which Think is Dave's like podcast. Think of it Bank, but with rank. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's basically where the idea came from. Gotcha. <laughs> Did you ever rank your spanks? Oh, so I do it with a. I, I don't think the other the other host could really get in on that one. The the, the, <laughs> the bet the top five jerk offs that you've ever had. Uh, I mean, I'm a romantic, so. It's obviously the last one is always the best one. <laughs> the one I'm, the one I'm currently doing. I only have eyes for it. All right, yeah. so check out, check out the Rank Bank. Is it on all the platforms? Uh, yeah, the, I think uh, Spotify, iTunes. Am I saying I'm? I'm really showing my age. Spotify, iTunes, uh, <laughs> AOL, Instant Messenger. Anchor, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're about to hop into this Patreon. Please come over and see what the hell happens to Dave's brain. In two Jack Bros after dark. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, this was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We love you guys. We are out. See ya. Two Jack Bros.